title, A Place of Wisdom. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Probably, the, probably scripturally wise, the most important thing you can do is what it tells you to do in James. Is to daily ask for wisdom. Because, you know, we can, we can get all the knowledge of life. We can get all the knowledge of this book. But until you have wisdom that puts it together, uh, it's not going to work. It's not going to take place. Go, if you will, if you want to go there. I'm there. Second Chronicles chapter 1, verse 7. It said, On that night God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask what shall I give you? And Solomon said to God, You have shown great mercy to David my father and have made me king in his place. Now give me wisdom and knowledge that I may that I may go out and come in before these people, for who can judge this great people of yours? Then God said to Solomon, Because this was in your heart. I, I like that right there. Because this was in your heart, it goes on and it says, And you have not asked riches or wealth or honor or the life of your enemies, nor have you asked for long life, but have asked wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may judge my people over whom... I have made king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you, and I will give you riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had who were before you, nor shall after you have the like. Could you imagine? And we can have this. This is what's interesting about it. We can have just what he asked for. Solomon recognized, I can't deal with all these people. I don't have... I don't have the wisdom to take care of this. So instead of asking for something for himself, and he could have, it's kind of like, you know, if you get two wishes, if you win a lottery, you know, what would you, what would you ask for? Well, in this case, he's asking the one that gives you everything you get. And he says, I need wisdom, and I need your wisdom. Well, First, first Kings chapter 10, the queen of Sheba heard about him. And I thought this was interesting. I want to put this in. He says, in chapter, chapter 10, verse 1, uh, on down it says, Now when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with very great, very great company with camels that bore spices, very much gold, precious stones. And when she came to Solomon, she spoke with him about all that was on her heart. So Solomon answered all of her questions. There was nothing so difficult that the king that he could not explain to her. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built. I, listen, listen to this part closely. I love this when I read it today. And when the queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he built, the food on his table, the setting of his servants, the service of his waiters, and their apparel, his, his cupbearers, and his entryway by which he went up to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. It wasn't just the wisdom that he had as in his speaking. It was everything in his household that she's seen that took wisdom to have. One of the things here that people comment on that come and go here 
uh, is how well the church is kept. Well, Holly, this is her house. And Holly keeps this, and don't you ever mess it up. Well, that's all part of the wisdom that goes on in the house of God. But I thought it was so interesting. Even, even the walkway, what does it say here? It says, and his entryway by which he went up to the house of the Lord. I thought, she even noticed that. She even recognized that it wasn't just his ability to give me wisdom on all my questions. And I had a lot of questions, basically. But look at this place. And look at how he lives. And she wasn't bragging on his riches. She was bragging on the way things were taken care of, the way things looked, the way things, just the excellent spirit that was there. Then it goes on and said, Then she said to the king, I was a, It was a true report which I heard in my own land about your words and your wisdom. And then it goes on, verse 8, it says, Happy, listen to this, Happy are your men and happy are those your servants who stand continually before you and hear your words. Bless the Lord of your God who delighting in you, setting you on the throne of Israel because the Lord has loved Israel forever. Therefore, he made you king to do justice and righteousness. She recognized the spirit that was on him because of his wisdom. You can have exactly the same thing. Every day, we encounter things that, that we don't really have the answer to. But every day, we need to be saying, God, I don't know what today holds. I know you're going to take care of me. But I've seen in the book of James where you said to ask for wisdom. So I'm asking for wisdom on the situation and the circumstances that have come up on this day. What a difference it'll make. What a difference it can make in your marriage if you ask wisdom on how to answer questions. Wisdom on your attitude and your actions and your reactions. Think about it. I mean, it, what a difference it would make in your workplace and what you're doing. See, the definition for wisdom out of the dictionary is the right use of knowledge the best means to accomplish a reach and reaching a goal. I can have I can have I can have the knowledge of how my car engine needs to be built, but I need wisdom on what part to put first and what to go first. I'll never forget I had a, an MG midget and the transmission went out and I had it apart all over the floor in the garage. And like most men, we don't read the directions. We just try to figure it out. And I could not get, I could not get the gears to go in right. And I would take it out and I would put it back. And finally, Connie come out and said, why don't you let me read you the instructions? Well, that instructions was the wisdom on how to put it together. And it was amazing. I don't even remember what it was I was doing wrong, but it just went click, 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 and it was together. And I went, that sure would have been a lot easier to have the wisdom on how to do this. Well, that's what God can do in your life on everyday situations, everyday circumstances. I can't, could you imagine working for somebody and having the wisdom of the looking ahead of what needed to be done next? So many workers don't do anything until they're told exactly what to do. How nice would it be to have somebody with wisdom that sees what needs to be done is already doing it before you tell them what to do? That comes from wisdom. That comes from God most of the time. And then you have the, on the spiritual side, the spirit side, you have words of wisdom which God can give you, which is the same input about people. 
things about them that will help them get through the things they're going through. How important it is to have wisdom. Oh, how important it is to have wisdom. Well, I want to look at a few things in Scripture. We've got a lot of different things. Wisdom is, folks, wisdom is a gift from God. I mean, it's a gift from God. When he says, ask for it, then he's the one that's got it. And we've got to be at the place where we've got to be open to receive it. Proverbs 2, 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come the knowledge and understanding. He's the one that's speaking it forth. That's what I liked when, when, the, word, when the word says in Hebrews 4, 12, it says that the word is like a two-edged sword. That's his word, but that's his word being spoken by you. And it's a two-edged sword, and it does the job. Well, when he gives you wisdom, it's, it's, that stuff that, it's that stuff that just settles right down in here, and you just know that you know that you know the answer to the situation. How many times have we had something we need to deal with, and then as we weren't even thinking about it, it just popped up in our mind of what? Oh, I've more than, more than I can't even count the times that I woke up in the middle of the morning and went, oh. That's what I can do to solve that problem. That's what I can do to fix that. That's, that's called wisdom. That's from God. You didn't think of it. He dropped it in you. And there's nothing more important than that getting in you for everyday life and everything you do. Just with, there, You know, there's wisdom that we, we learn in life. But to have the wisdom of God on a daily basis is there for us and available. Ephesians, in Ephesians Chapter 1, verse 17, it says, I am asking that God may give you the spirit of wisdom and the revelation in the knowledge of him. The more we get this in us, the more knowledge we have for him to give us wisdom with that that we have. That's what makes this alive, is to get this in you. You say, well, you say, well, well how do you get that? You, sh you should just purpose to read a little bit of something every day of your life. Set, set your schedule where sometime, it doesn't matter if you just start with five minutes a day, one minute a day, go through one scripture a day, have something on your refrigerator that you read every day. That's getting the knowledge in you. That's getting to that place where you have the knowledge. This is what causes your mind to get transformed. You get it in your mind and you get the knowledge, but a lot of us have got it here, but we haven't got it here. But see, God, God takes what's here and he tucks it in here, and he draws it out of your mind, and then you recognize, wait a minute, I've got the answer. This Christian life seems hard, but it's so much easier if we recognize this is total truth. And all we have to do is just do it. We don't do it to make him happy. We just do it to have a better life. And then he takes the knowledge that we've got, the knowledge that, that he puts inside of us, the knowledge that he encourages us to read, the, the songs that we sing up, up here. You get, them in, you get them in you, you get them in you to where they're part of you. Then in all of that, he will give you, an, in an instant, he will give you wisdom on how to deal with your husband, how to deal with your wife, how to deal with your debt, how to deal with your life, how to deal with your health. He's got every answer we ever want. We just have to ask for it and allow the knowledge to start coming together where we've got the answer, and then we start. It's, it's, it's like a lot of us know, for example, we know from studies that sugar is bad for you, but yet until you get the revelation 
that it's bad for you, you'll be like me and you'll still add it to your coffee. You may quit for a while, but, and I did, and now I'm putting another little bit in my coffee. I don't still have the wisdom, the real wisdom and the real revelation of you don't need that. That destroys your immune system. It, it's, it's studied and researched. They prove it. It's like gravity now, but yet, I mean, I wouldn't jump off, I wouldn't jump off of here, let alone a building. Not, not with my knees. Wisdom. But I didn't get a revelation of that till one time when I jumped and it hurt. You know, you stick your hand in the fire. You won't do it again. Now, that's not the wisdom I'm talking about. That's just common sense. That's pain reaction. But when you get something from God and you know, wow, that was from God. Let me, let me give you a real quick suggestion. If you're in the middle of something, in the middle of the night, and God gives you an answer of wisdom about a situation in anything, stop what you're doing, get out of bed, write it down. Because the enemy will come immediately to take that wisdom from you that he's trying to give you. Because he's wanting to give it to us, and he's the giver of it. And we gotta, we've got to stay... We've got to stay in the spirit of humility all of our life. If you think you know everything, don't you love to be around people that talk all the time and think they know everything about everything? That person never gets wisdom. Because you can't get wisdom until you recognize you don't know the answer. And a humble person, really someone that, that may have an answer but can recognize that it might be wrong. And wisdom comes from God, and he gives you an answer, and then you see it works, but you've got to recognize he gave you the answer. You stay humble because you can lose it as quick as you got it. A lot of people get wisdom in the wrong realm and accomplish things, but that's not the wisdom that, that you want. All good wisdom comes from afar, the, the Bible tells us that. But we've got to recognize that he's the one that's taking care of it. We, we've got to be humble. Proverbs 9 verse 10 says, the reverence or the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. See, Scripture's so plain. The reverence of the Lord, I don't know why King James and New King James use the word fear. Because when you think of fear, you think, oh, I've got to be scared of God. But it's really the reverence of the Lord, the humility of knowing he's bigger than you. The understanding that he knows it all. The understanding that he's got every answer. The understanding that if I need anything in my life, if I need, some, I need something figured out, I don't need to talk to people about it. I just need to wait on God to give it to me. And I need to ask for it. The Bible says you don't get because you don't ask. And if you're saying, Lord, I need wisdom on this situation, he's going to give it to you, but we've got to be at the place of recognizing, I don't know everything. I was talking to this couple back here, and they've got a pool, and the way I used to, the way I used to always have to clean the pool was with a vacuum. Well, that's what they're still doing. And I imparted a little wisdom to them. Get a robot. I can see the light go on. I'm going to look into that. Because I never thought about it until I got this pool. And they, they said, why don't you buy a robot? Well, they wanted to sell me one at the pool place. And I knew. Hoo-hoo. So I went on eBay. I got it for half the price. And it's been running all these years. 
And I just drop it in the water, and it just runs around. It runs up the wall, and it runs up that wall, and it, it maps the whole pool, and it never misses a spot. That was wisdom. That's, I mean, that's just an example of the simple things. I can't tell you the multiple number of times God gave the leadership here wisdom on how to build this building. It's no different than we were getting ready to build this next this addition. And we had the money for the, for the basement and the concrete pad, and that's where we stopped. And we said, okay, God, you've got to give us wisdom. Well, he didn't give us wisdom. He had Joyce Meyer send us $100,000. That's better than wisdom. But yet we had to have wisdom on how to build and how to do and how to accomplish. And you have an idea, but you've got to have wisdom from God. And we've seen everything, or i seen everything that's here before it was ever here. That all comes from God. That all comes in, in him imparting in your heart the things that you've got. But you've got, to, you've got to be at that place where James 4.10 says, Humble yourself in the mighty, in, in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. He's the one that's got the knowledge. He's the one that's got the wisdom. You'll get it, but you didn't develop it. You didn't design it. It's kind of like we come from monkeys. We come from frogs. We come from all that. Give me a break. You're not smart enough to figure this out. Where'd the frog come from? Where'd the monkey come from? You say, well, that's a big bang theory. Well, yeah, it was a big bang when he said, let there be light. I mean, he's in charge. He's, he's God. We, steam, we seem to always want to bring him down to our level where we're at when he's God. And, and, we, and, and he said, you guys are so silly, I'm going to write it in a book for you. And, then, and, and just do what it says. I'm giving you exactly, especially in the New Testament, I'm giving you exactly how to live and where to go. And then I give you Proverbs for wisdom alone. It's, it's called the wisdom book. And, and you just read it and you just do what it says. Oh, don't lie because it's not good for you. Don't steal because it's not good for you. Ask for wisdom because it's good for you. It's, it's just so simple if we just would, could get to that place of just letting and knowing he's the one. See, we, we've taught here many multiple times, we are in Christ. If you're born again and you've asked Jesus in your heart and you believe he died and rose again, then that puts you in Christ. It's kind of like you can't get any more in that seat than you're in the seat right now. Well, when we recognize that we're in Christ, then we can recognize when you're in Christ, every bit of treasure that is hidden in him is given to us. Colossians, in the New Living Translation, Colossians 2, 3 says, In him be hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In him. So when you're in him, you've got this. And I can't, I can't, I can't say it enough. We've made this all too difficult. We've got everything we needed. All we have to do is recognize I can have everything he's telling me. I may not get it exactly when I think I need it, but I can have everything he's offered me. And if I need wisdom, he even tells me plain flat out in the book of James, ask for wisdom and I'll give it to you liberally. I'll just pour it out to you and I'll give it to you and I'll take care of you and it'll be okay. It, it, can, be a, it can be quite the treasure. James 1.5, if you lack wisdom, ask. If you ask wisdom, if you, if you need wisdom, ask. If you need wisdom, ask. See, wisdom, wisdom can reveal to you 
exactly what you've got. See, we've got the fullness of Christ in us, but we don't, we don't recognize that yet. We've got, we've got the complete package in us, but yet it takes a revelation, it takes wisdom from God to recognize, oh, I'm not poor, pitiful pearl. I'm full of the Holy Spirit. I've got the answers. I'm walking in health. I'm walking in healing. I've got everything I need. I'm going to be okay. He's taken care of today. He's taken care of tomorrow. He's took care of yesterday. He's got me. I'm going to heaven. It's a guarantee. The list goes on. I've got a complete inheritance of what he's got. I've got everything. That's all treasures inside of us. But he can give us that and will give us that if we recognize. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I've got, what, when I, before I was even formed, God knew I would be standing right here on this date and everything in my life that's going on. Chris, is, Chris has been doing a computer program for them at the, at the prison, and he finally today got all the bugs out of it and got it finished, and he was so excited and I, I said to him, because this was in my heart as we were talking, I said, Chris, that's all been inside you from the beginning of time. He said, I know, I know. He said, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. I said, I know it is. They've seen 3,200 and some inmates now, one-on-one -on -one counseling with this new program that they've got going. And he's got a computer now that the guys that are doing like he does, they sit down and they see, a, they see an inmate and then they sit down and type what they talked about and who it was and when they seen him. And the Chris has got a program set up where it all just evolves and, and puts it where it's got to go and shows the number of people. And, and now, now uh, Madison, the Madison, the big, the big shots at Madison are, are getting the program. They're going to send it to every prison now in Wisconsin. I said, Chris, you don't know that all that you're going through is not just for this right here to help somebody out there. He's not a computer program, man. This all come in just God showing him stuff. He woke up twice the last two days in the middle of the night how to fix something that was broken. He had no idea. He just went down, went click, 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 and he went, it's fixed. That's called wisdom from God. He, I mean, he, he, don't, he don't have he don't have the knowledge. He didn't go to school. It's just, it's just playing with it. And then all of a sudden, if I do this, in it, you know, that wisdom, if, if you do this, this, and this, then it'll fix it. And he said he went down, he went down, and he just went boom, 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 and it went Thought he was losing everything. And it just straightened up, and everything was fixed. And he, he said, so they, he had another guy with him, and they, they put, tried to put it in, and it all come up, and it all rolled up, and all did where, all went where it's got to go. And he, he, that's called wisdom. From God. That's not called going to the school and studying the books and somebody teaching you how, which you can do that. That's called getting something from God that he knew he had to have to get done what he had to get done. Now, now, did he have hard times through it all getting there? Doesn't life give us hard times as we go through? But when we finally stop and say, I can't do it, then he gives it to us. It's amazing. It's amazing, and that, that's what all these scriptures are telling us. He has got that for us. Jeremiah 29, 11. Everybody knows that scripture. He knows the plans. He's all, I think one of the, the biggest things that 
blowed me away when I got the revelation is that before the foundation of the earth, he knew Dr. Craig. He knew Mike Sadler. He knew Donna Dunn. He knew John. He knew all of us, and he knew everything that we have walked through, and he already knows everything we're going to walk through. But then he gives us, in our reading, a word that says, I will finish the work that I started. Well, how would he do that? Well, because he already knew it. I mean, it's hard to even know. We forget he's God. And we, we forget that we've got such an access that could come to us if we just would get in the habit of saying, God, I can try to do it, but it'd be a waste of time. Give me wisdom. Lord, I need wisdom on this situation. And now when you, you don't have to, don't wait till you get desperate. Do it every day. Come to the place of making it when you roll out of bed. Lord, I need wisdom today. I have no clue what's coming, but I don't want to answer it wrong. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to make the wrong decision on things. I want wisdom on the situation. And it's so nice if you don't have the wisdom just to say, I don't know right now. I don't have anything on that. I've said that a lot. Somebody would ask me a question, I would go, I don't know, but I'll get back with you. And then in time, God gets back to you, and then you've got the answer. God is, God is an awesome, awesome God. How do you know how do you know, I'm going to close with this, how do you know, or what, 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 can I, what can I see in my life that knows I'm drawing from that wisdom? Peace and joy. If you're living in commotion, you're not getting God's wisdom on, your, on things you're doing. You're living in your own self. It's plain as can be. Proverbs 3.13 says, Happy is the man who finds wisdom. <laughs> Happy is the man who finds wisdom. See, if you're continually seeking God, then you're continually seeking his wisdom. And then he's going to give you because he says he will. And then when you start walking in that wisdom, it, it's, it's, like, it's like knowing that no matter what happens to me tomorrow in a minute, in five minutes, I know I'm okay because he's walked me through stuff and I walk through with peace and joy because, I mean, I'm going to have peace no matter what happens. I can tell you right now because I've already made my mind up that he's going to take care of me. Well, how did I get that? Through his wisdom, through his word, through the answers to everything in life. Well, you don't know what's going on with me. It doesn't matter. I mean, I hate it for people going through things, but it does not matter what any of us are going through, whatever's taking place. If you caused it or somebody else caused it, it doesn't matter if your trust is in his wisdom. You can walk in peace and you can... That's why he says in James, count it all joy. I hated that scripture before I got the revelation that he is going to take care of me. And all the things in my life that I've walked through that was horrible, they were but when you look back, they weren't. I mean, I hated my sons in prison for 13 years now. I, because I know he's innocent. Some think he is, and I don't care about none of that. But I have peace over why, where, or how, because it don't matter, because God's in charge. 
when Connie took her last breath. I wasn't mad at God. I wasn't upset with the world. I just kissed her on the forehead and said, I'll see you later. And I will. Why do I know that? Because I've, I've allowed God to give me the wisdom on that because we're not going to be here forever. Get that revelation. Why be afraid of death? Watch Manit in one of his books. I mean, that was the last thing he wrote before he died. He wrote it on a piece of paper, put it under his pillow. To die is to gain. Because he had the revelation of where he was going to be next. And when you, can, when you can walk in that kind of peace, then you can know that you've been getting that inside of you. James 3.17 says, The wisdom is from above, is pure, then peaceful, gentle, to yield, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. That's peace. When you walk there. And we, we read the scripture at the very beginning. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. I'm telling you. If you grab this. If you grab what I'm saying. And make wisdom a goal in your life. To get God's wisdom about everything you do in life. You'll start adjusting your remarks. And you'll start adjusting your responses. And you'll start adjusting your attitude. And get away from your selfishness. Because God's wisdom is. To, for us to serve. And when we get wisdom from him, we learn how to give ourselves and not be selfish. And that's what happens when you have wisdom. He's not going to give you wisdom so you can be more selfish. Not going to happen. And we're all selfish. New Testament tells us that you, and he's talking to all of us, are going to be selfish in the end times. Well, I want to fight that by getting wisdom from him on how to walk through every situation and every circumstance in our life. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Your word tells us to ask for wisdom. So, Father, we're making, we're going to make it a goal in our lives to give you daily that opportunity for our hearts to be open and for you to give us wisdom. We don't know anything. We don't understand all the craziness that's happening in life, all the things that are going on around us, all the things that's going on overseas. We haven't got a clue how messed up things are, Father. So we ask that you would give us wisdom how to deal with each day, day by day, with our wives, with our husbands, with our kids, with our families. We thank you that you're going to give us wisdom in every part of our life, and we're going to start receiving that and walking in that wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Call you blessed. You've got about 10 minutes to visit before the youngins get turned loose.